Blog Talk Radio. It's now time for Breaking Chains on YAT Radio, where we will be discussing the importance of spiritual, mental, and physical health. Get involved in the conversation by calling in at 858-357-9137 or catch the live stream at www.blogtalkradio.com backslash YAT Radio. Thank you very much. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. I greet you in the name of God, the Father, God, the Son, Jesus, the Christ, God, the Holy Spirit. I pray all is well with you all throughout the land, wherever you find yourself are, whatever state of mind you're in. I pray that you lean on God and, uh, you know, let him handle things. You know what I'm saying? It's all about him. And uh, if you don't believe that, I pray at the end of the night that you will, I believe, that at least have some type of uh, feeling that you need to take some time and meditate on it. And those that walk and talk and travel with him, oh, my God, let's be the beacon of light that he's asked us to be. Let us humble ourselves and go before the throne of God in prayer. Most gracious and merciful Father, in the name of your son, Jesus the Christ, O Lord, we come to the Holy Spirit to ask you, Father God, for forgiveness of our sins and our unrighteousness. Lord God, we just thank you for yet another day, Lord God. We ask that you cleanse us, Lord God, constantly from the top of our heads to the soles of our feet, Lord God. Father God, thank you for the many blessings bestowed upon us and our families, Lord God. Continue to open doors, Father God, that you have open for us and shed those that need to be shed. Let your will be done in our lives, Lord God. As tonight we sign on with breaking chains, Lord God. Let the words of our mouth and the meditation of our heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my God. Father God, we just ask for covering and blessings in the name of Jesus. Amen, amen, and amen. Everybody suit up. You know what time it is. Put on your full armor of God. It's time to break chains. Y-A-T Radio is signing on. Let's go get it, y'all. It don't matter what it look like. It don't matter what it feel like. It don't even matter what nobody else think. You understand? It's my season, man. And I'm taking it off the top just like that. You understand? Yeah. 
metal uh-uh. Some things, man, you gotta walk through it So he slay me, yet I trust him Even through the mayhem, I can't rush him Feel like my brain is on the verge of combustion Still I can't be affiliated with no corruption No doubt, gotta stay strong That's why the weak and hard, they can't stay long So that's the evil spot, the devil leave a mark They hit their feet and walk, looking like they gone But still a war rage on I'm not the one with the cape on But I know the advocate who said to sit the blood of Jesus Christ Yeah, been paid for it I'm on a mission with a message No flesh, yeah You can tell by the words that I speak That I've been in his presence No flesh, yeah Yeah, I'm just a chosen vessel But a time at hand And it's the Father's plan that I reveal his plan Let's go So he made me a king with a purpose No building, it's in the heart with a church, yeah Mountains better move out of my way I can't help but say it Cause when it comes to my faith You can call me Cause I believe the impossible And I'ma go wherever the Father show I know you can see that it's glory on me Ain't got the juice on me, I got his glory I see it now like the sun Peeping through the clouds Arriving the over the horizon Cause it's my season See it clear, that's my fear Now I'm here And I got the heart of a lion So give me raw It ain't no stopping me I'ma fulfill this prophecy No weapon formed against me shall prophesy to Breaking Chains. Call in live during the show at 858-357-9137. And listen live on our website at youngadultstalk.org. All right, all right. Thank you very much, big bro. Welcome back to the show. God bless you. Uh, Breaking Chains, Young Adults Talk on this Wednesday. Uh, we like to open up the floor. Anybody like to come in, got a topic, something they want to bring to the table, this is tonight for that, 858-357-9137. Uh, we got to get to the point where, you know, uh, we got to listen to each other's hearts and, and, and because it all be the same way, bleed the same blood. You know what I'm saying? Your blood, no different color than mine. No matter how, how you think about it, whatever you want to feel, uh, you're going to bleed the same color. Um, maybe a little lighter, a little darker because that's based on our diet and, uh, how well or how not well we take care of ourselves. But, but other than that, it's, it's all the same y'all. And we have to, we have to get to a point where we have to, Find some type of uh, uh, way to have unity uh, uh, and, and togetherness in things that we are doing and stop having so much going on that we're pulling people in so many directions with so many different methods or ways of teaching or preaching or, or counseling or guiding or whatever the case may be because we're led by the same same spirit, the same same savior, the same God. You know what I'm saying? You know, and 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 and, and we all have different methods. But but the message shouldn't be different. You understand what I'm saying? Uh, we we should be out saving souls. We should be out uh, uh, calling out the spirits of depression and frustration and anger and violence. We need to be attacking these spirits. Uh, 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 Jesus didn't attack anyone. He attacked the spirits in them and called them out and put them to death. 
uh, we, we have to be able to get back to doing that. Uh, for those of you that are out there doing the work of the Lord, God bless you. Uh, may he continue to shine upon you and, and, and the works of the Lord continue to build within you. Uh, uh, but, but, but there are those that are hesitating, uh, apprehensive. Uh, some of you are still afraid, uh, don't know what to do because you're panicking yourself. There's no way that we can, we can claim Christ as our Lord and Savior and be in a panic mode. Uh, uh, we, we should be uh, continuing. He told us whatever state of mind you find yourself in, uh, whatever state you find yourself in, uh, be content and, and be ye therefore content. And, 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 and that, that, that matters no, what the situ- no matter what the situation, we're going we're gonna to be like Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 at all times. We're going to trust in the Lord with all our heart. We're going to lean not to our own understanding. We, we're not going to lean on our understanding. And in everything that we do, in all our ways, we're going we're gonna to acknowledge him. And he will be there to direct our path. We have to, we have to be serious about that. We have to get to a place where we got to be starting to be serious about what we're doing. The, the path and the journey that we choose to take up. You know what I'm saying? Whether we're going we're gonna to be on this journey for the Lord or are we going to be doing this ourselves and not listening to nobody but us. You know what I'm saying? Uh, what, what, what is it that we're really doing out here? You know what I'm saying? Are, are we out here doing like the spotlight put on us? Are we out here doing it for the flow show? You, you know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, we, we have to get to the full knowledge of, of, of our assignment and our purpose and, 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 and the goals that God has for us to do. His children. We, we all have a purpose. See, see if, if, if you got people that say that they, they, they uh, uh, save, sanctified, filled with the Holy Ghost, and they're not, they not active, they're not doing anything, something's wrong with that picture. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you, you got to come up and the pastor going to tell you words. You got to say, you're going to quote scripture and, and you got to acknowledge that Jesus Christ is Lord. You know what I'm saying? He came here. You know what I'm saying? He lived his life. He died for you. You know what I'm saying? He was crucified. You know what I'm saying? Put it in our tomb. You know what I'm saying? Went to hell, defeated it, uh, uh, took back the keys to the kingdom for us. And, 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 and guess what? Took back the keys of life. And, and guess what? Then he ascended to heaven, sitting at the right hand of the Father right now interceding on my behalf and your behalf you got to believe that okay you got to believe that you don't even see that you 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 don't see it you got to have faith in it that is real and once you once you acknowledge that and you know that then you got to put in the work because you have a great commission put on your life once you become saved and accept Christ as your Lord and Savior that's a great commission that's that's given to you that you got to make disciples of all nations that you go out and baptize them in the name of the Father, the Son, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit. That we go out here and evangelize. That we go out here and do missionary work. We become urban missionaries, worldly missionaries. Evangelizing, teaching the word of God. Bringing the good news of the gospel of Jesus the Christ. Yahshua the Hamashiach. We have to do this work. And, 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 and so much is going on out here that we, we are getting so distracted with all these things going on in the world that we are forgetting that, that God is first. We're not forgetting, but some are out at that like God has to be put on the list. God ain't got to be put on the list. You the one got to get on a list. You know, in the Lamb's Book of Life, you got to get in a book. He knows who's in there, but you 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 got to do the work. We, we got to start doing better, my brothers and sisters. I know you say every time you, you log on and you listen to this show 
is always talking about things going on. You know, that's what we're supposed to. We're supposed to talk about the issues that are going on around us and then put the word of God in front of you so that you will be able to overcome these situations, that you will not get caught up in depression and fear and frustration and anger, self-pity. You know, that you got to believe that guess what? No, no, listen. No matter what, the scripture tells us in, 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 in Romans chapter 8, down in verse 31, it says, What then shall we say in response to these things? That it, like and, and what it was talking about, if you read the, the book of uh the book of Romans chapter 8, you you'll read about the present suffering and the future glory. Uh, the life through the spirit. So when, when, when you read about that, when it says that what then should we say in response to these things, that we're more than conquerors? If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all, how will we, how will he not also, along with him, graciously give us all things? So, so God chose us. He gave his son for us. So we have to stand up and start living like that. But listen, the most powerful entity on the earth is what? The church. That's you and me. So when you and I, two or more gathered in his name, he's in the midst. That's power right there. That's power. I get through all things through Christ who strengthened me. Without him, I'm nothing. But with him, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. All things. If it's his will, it shall be done. And, and, and then in 28, he say that, that we know that all things of God works together for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. You say you save, sanctified, filled, Holy Ghost, filled and everything. So guess what? Uh, 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 uh. That means that that's you. If you're called according to his purpose. We ain't talking about man. We're talking about God. So we have to get to a place, uh, my brothers and sisters, that we have to we have to start doing things God's way and stop doing things our way. And thinking our way is more important than anything. Is everything that you're doing coinciding with what God is telling you to do? Or are we are we trying to do things based on what what we see or what we feel? See, see, I, I I come on here to do this every night because this is what God told me to do. Talk about these things, bring them out, talk about them. Don't worry about what they're gonna say about you. Don't worry about it. If it, listen, I just read it. If God be for me, who could be against me? I just read that to you. So I can't I can't do anything about what you say, how you feel about me, and there's nothing I can do about that. Because I am more than a conqueror. You know? Listen. One thing about it, I am convinced <laughs> this is this is good for me right here. This is this is good for me. For I am convinced that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor demons, 
neither the present nor the future nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate me from the love of God and it's in Christ Jesus our Lord. I can speak for me. And that's why I didn't say separate us. I said separate me. The scripture says separate us. If I had to make that personal. I pray that you make it personal. Because see, there's no good that you could do for anybody else until you make that personal with yourself and the Lord. Period. And you got to believe that with all your heart. That nothing and nobody can take that from you. And we got to learn to stand on that 24-7. No matter what. No matter what it looks like. No matter what it feels like. No matter how they treat you. No matter how they talk about you. No matter how hard it seems on the job, at the house. You know what I'm saying? With the family, no matter what. You got to stay focused. And stay with the Lord. Because he said he'll never leave nor forsake you no matter what. He said goodness and mercy would travel with you all the days of your life. So you ain't got to worry about your boys or your girls ain't got your back. God got you. Just play the song. Tell me, I don't know what you heard, but God got me. And we and we to start living like that. We got to start acting like that. See, we need to be separate from the world. We need to be able to identify that we are the light of the world. Not We're not the world. We are the light of the world. There's a difference. We live, listen, listen, we live here, but we not of here. We not from here. You know what I'm saying? We come, we come from a, a, a mighty powerful kingdom, royalty. And, but, but you, but you got to, you got to believe that. You got to believe that you, you, you are heirs to God and, and, and joint heirs to the, to the throne. That you are his children. And and if you're his children, that makes Christ your brother, his son, our Lord, God in the flesh, the Savior of the world. Scripture say, "For God so loved the world." And you say nothing about for God so loved the Christians, so God so loved the Catholics, the Baptists, the AME, CME, ABB, however they go. And no disrespect to nobody, but you got so many denominations going on all over the place and, it, and, it, and it's all supposed to be about the spirit of the Lord. God said serve him in spirit and in truth. He didn't say spirit and uh, he didn't say Baptist and truth and Catholic and truth. He said spirit and in truth. Your title, your denomination, none of that is important to him. And, and somebody's got to tell you that. Somebody's got to say that to you. Somebody's got to let you know that, that it starts with your heart, with God. 
And then what he told Solomon? After everything he did, he built the temple and everything, everything, you know what I'm saying? And and, and God saw all of that. God know who know who Solomon was and what was going on during that time, but God told him he 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 looked at a man's heart, not not anything out of it. He didn't care what a man owned, what he had. He 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 looked at a man's heart. So how's your heart? Are you one way in front of the church folk and then somebody different behind closed doors? Are you always fussing and angry, upset, but then put up a facade in front of everybody else? So it's a lot of things that, that we could talk about. There's a lot of things that are going on around us. There's a lot of things that are so much if, if, if you don't If you don't have a little uh, uh, hurt in your heart from everything that's going on around us, you can't be a true child of God. The scripture says Jesus wept. Jesus wept. Jesus wept. He, he wept for Lazarus. Jesus wept in in up in, in the garden by himself, praying up, up on the mount. His heart hurts now while he's watching us, a troubled world, being disobedient. And he's patiently waiting. Waking us up every morning, giving us another opportunity to get it right. So, brothers and sisters, let's get it right. Okay, let's 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 work on getting it right. Uh, I'm gonna uh, get ready to open up the line. I see uh, Evangelist Queen is here. We're gonna take a quick break. We're gonna come back and we're gonna get into this deeper conversation. You listen to Breaking Change. Yet Radio is on. Hey, man, it's time to say enough is enough. Let's step up, speak up, speak out. You know what I'm saying? Let's let's break the chains of silence, and leave them off. Uh, let's let's be heard. You know what I'm saying? Let's 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 talk about stopping the violence. Let's let's talk about uh, uh, getting things together and, and, and coming up with a plan. You know what I'm saying? Uh, presenting our plan together as one instead of so many different plans pulling people in so many different directions that they don't even see unity amongst us. So how how do we expect to expect unity out of them? And we don't show. We got to do better. Let's do better, y'all. Because God's waiting on us. He's giving us another opportunity every day. So let's take let's stop taking advantage of it and start putting it into some real existence. Let's put some real work in with some love involved. That's why it's ready for y'all. You called out my name. Do my past cover my shame.
Breaking chains with the young adults talk on YAT Radio. All right. Thanks, big bro. Welcome back to the show, uh, Breaking Chains on this Wednesday. Pastor Rod hanging out with you. Uh, I'm going to open up the phone lines to my sister, Evangelist Laquina, is here tonight. God bless you, Evangelist. How you doing, ma'am? Evangelist? Maybe she mute. Can you unmute? Uh, maybe should get get in here. Um, let, let me jump back in. Uh, Evangel. Oh yes, sir. You you were calling me. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> I apologize, y'all. I'm in a gas station. Was ministering to some young girls. How everybody doing tonight? I bless God the bless Lord you. to be able to be on the radio with y'all tonight. Amen. Glad to have you, here, Evangelist. Um, yes, sir. <laughs> So, so, uh, like, what you're doing, like, right now, uh, ministering to some young ladies out there, right now. Uh, so, so, Evangelist, let me let me ask this, let me throw this out here to you. Uh, you out there doing that? Why, why, why aren't we out in the streets like that? You know, because when I was growing up, I used to see that a lot. Why, why are we? Has COVID? Are, are we? Are we to blame COVID for this, or, or, or why aren't we in the streets uh, evangelizing and doing our missionary work? You're on a consistent basis. 
like today, I, I, I don't know why, to tell the truth, I'm apostle, I don't know why, because we are the light of this world. Um, the, the Bible say we ain't even here. So automatically, people are going to be drawn to you. And, you know, I, I don't, people just be drawn. I just going to get me some gas and get me some drink and a donut. That's it. <laughs> and the young lady just starts confessing that she don't give God all her time. We have to make ourselves available. That's why I'm saying all this here for the listeners. Just make yourself available. Sometimes you don't feel like doing this or you don't feel like doing that. I, I have a ton of excuses. But God always allowed me to make myself available, you know, and it, it ain't what you plan. It's just ha- it just happens. For me, it just happens. And that's my prayer. We we, we got to pray that God lead and guide us to where we need to be for his glory. It ain't about our glory. The, the, the glow, the anointing that people see, it ain't even us. Because we, like, we, we be a hot mess behind the scenes. We go through so much behind the scenes. I tell you, but <laughs> that's what keep us on our face. And he said what you do in your secret place that he rewards you openly. So we just got to make ourselves available for God's people. The people are crying in this hour. They looking for, I say an antidote. I always say an antidote because we are mm. physicians. We mm. are spiritual doctors writing our prescriptions of healing, deliverance. All this here. So, and it's the word of God. It's his word. So, it's, it's, we just got to make ourselves available. We're not being, um, making ourselves available. Making ourselves available. We we try to be accountable to man, but God wants us to be accountable to him. Amen. Man can put you in heaven or hell, man. Only God can. So sometimes you got to shut yourself up. Sometimes you got to, just you and God. You and him, you empty yourself up to him that he may pour into you. Mm. That's it. That, that's what queen do, because queen been forced to this. I say forced, but God knows. He knows where to keep me where I need to be for his glory. So it's about pouring out, making yourself available. And allowing the Holy Ghost to pour into you. This is a spiritual warfare. It ain't a fleshly warfare. Ain't none mm. of this flesh, even though you see a lot going on in the flesh, this is spiritual. And believe me, spirits recognize what's real and what's ain't. They see it. You ain't, I, I don't have to say a word. No, they confess. The spirit in them confess. So they can be healed. They got to be healed. Oh, God. That's it. Mm. Jesus. That's good, Evangelist. I I tell you, that that takes me back to Romans chapter 8. And uh, verse 5 says, Those who live according to the flesh have their minds set on what the flesh desires. But those who live in accordance with the spirit have their minds set on what the spirit desires. So that that flesh and that spirit man is constantly at battle. But I, I I said this earlier that you know ain't nothing you can do with that spirit man. So you may as well surrender, just surrender, uh, because there's no way that you will be able. To. Overseer is here. Uh, I want to bring him in on the conversation. 
I want to say God bless. Good evening, Pastor Kemp. Uh, welcome to the show tonight, sir. Um, how are you today, sir? Uh, all, uh, I, I, all is well. Look like I'm having some difficulties. Huh? Look like Difficult. I'm having difficulties. Hello? Yeah, we can hear you, sir. Okay, uh, everything is going. I just want to say, I don't know, it must be something in that getting a lot of this and that. That's why. Okay. Uh, I hope I'm coming through. Yeah, you're going in and out now. You're driving, huh? Yeah. Uh, I, I come back. I stay on and I, I get back to them about five or ten minutes, and I, I'll be. Okay. I'll be. I'll be out of transit. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. All right. Uh, uh, we we get a for safe home for Dr. King. When he gets in, he's on the back. I'll uh, keep him on hold there. Uh, uh, want to say, uh, 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 ask everybody to say a prayer for uh, Pastor Joseph. He's broke down in Orange Beach, getting off work. Uh, so let's pray for uh, God to keep the hedge protection around him, keep him uh, uh, covered and, and out of the way of harm from danger seen and unseen. In the name of Jesus. Um, Evangelist, when you, when I, I really want to get back to this because I, I'm, I'm really, because I was something that uh, uh, Dr. Kim said on the air on Monday night about when you, when, you, you see a lot of people, um, you see the Muslims on the corner, Jehovah's Witness coming, knocking on your door. Uh, uh, so, so why aren't we, why aren't we so, so adamant about, you know what I'm saying? Doing the work of the Lord in the streets instead of waiting on the people. Why are we always waiting on the people to come to the, to the house instead of taking the church to them? Because we're the church. That's the house Amen. of worship. Why, why aren't we taking Amen. church to them? Uh, why, why do we wait for them to come to us and they're the one that's sick, seeking? And, and, and a lot of people are not are comfortable coming to the building because they get judged, they get looked at a certain way. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people are comfortable on their own. Why, why are we not taking the church to the people where they are? I don't know. Um, uh, I say religious. I say religious because... I, um, and I understand about the, you know, the first apostle, then the prophet, then um, the evangelist, then the pastor, teacher. I understand the fivefold ministry, but as, as you sum it all down, the Bible says do the works of evangelists to make your calling sure. So um, I, I don't know where they get the concept that of just, you know, Pastors or the apostles just be in the church and the, and the evangelists go out and, and, and get the people to bring them to the church. And but because the Bible doesn't really say that, it say all of us to do the work of an evangelist to make your calling sure. And he did the fivefold ministry just to let us know we're one body, different members, just to bring us together. So I, I, I really don't. I, I promise you, in the way it's going with our youth today, man, uh, we, we need to be hitting these corners. East, West, North, South, I, I, I say it's religion. Religion got the people bound, mm-hmm. period. Um, 
And it, it, it then over the, the years where there ain't been no church, the people been on a standstill. So um, they ain't been really getting fed. So the most of what's been getting fed is the flesh. Mm. So, True. you know, if you ain't keeping no oil in your lamp, you ain't going to be in the habit of um, to go out to the laws because you got, you got some things that, that's keeping you bound. You see? <laughs> so it, it's just, it's crazy right now, but this is the hour where only the strong going to survive. I was telling somebody that this morning. Uh, we in Matthew 24, really. We really are. God be the glory. Religion. Religion. Wow. And 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 I I agree with that. I I think religion. Uh, matter of fact, I know religion has affected uh, uh, a lot of people's mindset on how to look at God. You know, because because everything is based on religion, and every uh, every every different religion has different type of uh, uh, covenants and bylaws and rules and. Everything's different. There's nothing wrong with having laws and all that. Nothing's wrong with it. But I just all I just I've always felt that you know what I'm saying. Our laws should be coming from the Word of God, so that no one can be different. You know what I'm saying. I feel that we are a house divided. You know, uh, uh, we 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 all going in our separate directions, and we we've taken what God's Word said that that we we. You know what I'm saying? We're one body with many members. And and, and and I feel that we've we've all just wanted to go in our own direction and do our own thing and 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 and, 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 and use God's word as a sprinkle over uh what we want to do with our own religious uh you know what I'm saying, organizations. I guess that's the best way to say it. You know, when you say religion. So so all of the different religious organizations and some kind of uh, way that we choose to pull um, some of God's word and sprinkle it over it. It's like fixing you some ice cream, your main entree, but you put a little sprinkles on it to, to just tease it a little bit. I, I think that sometimes we we use God's word as just a little sprinkle over things to make us look godly, but we just live in a sinful world. Uh, but to show uh, a little sprinkle like we, you know what I'm saying, that we really got some God in us. But we we doing some things that are just not right. Listen, we all sinners. We all fall short of glory. You know what I'm saying? None of us are perfect. We all got flaws. We all got some things going on. You know what I'm saying? But that doesn't mean that we 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 just need to be out here all willy nilly doing things that are not godly, that are unrighteous. You know what I'm saying? We should be striving for righteousness uh, uh, constantly. You know what I'm saying? We we should be striving to live a godly life constantly. You know what I'm saying? Those trials and tribulations are going to always come at you. He told us that we were we were going to have to take on some of these things that were going to come to us because of, of him, because of his name, because of who we serve. You know what I'm saying? Who we acknowledge. So so it, it's no different now than it was then. You know, those that acknowledged him and, and worshiped him, you know what I'm saying? They they were they were, you know, murdered and crucified or hung or something, killed, head cut off. You know what I'm saying? Chopped in half, you know, all kind of things. You know, the apostles went through, uh, uh, were, were murdered at, with a horrible death. So so it, it, it's like, you know, uh, we, we say live for God, die for God, but are you are you understanding what you're saying? Are you, are you true to your word? You know, so um, 
And it's something you say that we're living in Matthew 24 right now. And, um, you know, Matthew 24 talks about what's going on today. You know, you know, the signs of the end of times. So um, we, we, we have to be prepared. And you was talking about having that lamp. Boy, I tell you, that's, that's something right there. So with you saying that, Evangelist, um, when we look around us, uh, and, and, and God knows all of his, his children. He knows everybody, knows every hair on their head. So, so when you look around with everything that's going on right now, what is it in your heart that, that, and it's a lot, I know you say every time I ask you this, it's a lot, but what is it that stands out for you right now that's in your heart that you see that's going on around you that you would like to confront right now? Our young adults, our youth, from, from the youth all the way up to 25 years old, I'm talking about we have to really tackle that as the body of Christ. Um, I, I, that, that, that's it. That, that's all I see right now. That's all I see right now is our youth, our girls, our young men. Man, put them on a whole other type of music. I, I'm talking about, oh, God. All that, and with they allowing their air gates and their eye gates, you see, is messing up our generation. I, I'm after the, the the youth. We need the youth as the elders of the church. Now we we become the elders. We need the youth because of their strength. Hmm. I'm after them hard. I just picked up some girls to my praise dancers. It's time for the church to really get back to the altar. It's time for us to really lay out on our faith. We scared of COVID and this and that, but the Bible says, who report what you believe? Will you believe the report of the Lord? Where's our faith at? We got more faith in the doctors than the, the creation of the doctor. Mm. I don't understand. I don't understand. It's a lot of fear has brought up in the church. A lot of fear. So we, we got to be praying in this hour too. As blood boy believers, our greatest power is in prayer. It's in our words. That's how we shift that mistake. That's how mm, we shift. We shift. And plant our seeds in the youth and our young adults. They may be grown, but they don't know how to be grown. Look what society teaching them. Look what society teaching the black man, or the, not just the black man, but men, period. They got the woman thing, and she don't even need the man. Mm. <laughs> oh, we need help in our communities. That's where I'm at right now. And I, I'm on a Holy Ghost high right now, y'all. God's been having me excited these days. So I know he's getting ready to do something. His glory is getting ready to all over, over the world, but yes, you better is. be in position. Amen. You better be in position. Mm. That's the key. Lord, have mercy. Mm. I'm done. I'm done. My God, that's good, David. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling you on that for real, for real, right there. 
<laughs> oh my God. Uh, I think the overseer is back. Let's see if we can get him back on. Uh, um, God bless you. Good evening, Pastor Kemp. You here? Good evening. Good evening, sir. Hello. Good evening. I, I look. I think I had a bad connection at first, and that's what I think it was. I'm I'm coming through more clear now. I don't hear that static. Yes, sir. What, yes, what, sir. What, what, what was the question before? I I didn't get much. Yeah. What was the question? Uh, we're talking about uh, everything that's going on around us, and, and 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 what is what is going on with us as 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 the church? Why are we not? Uh, why are we waiting on people to come to the uh, to God's house to the house of worship uh, where they feel uncomfortable and feel like somebody gonna judge them and talk about them? Why are we not taking the church to the people because we're the church? So so why, why are we not like you said the other night? You were talking about the the Jehovah's Witness, you were talking about the Muslims, uh, but but we're not taking the church to the people. We ain't out there. And, and we want to know what's going on with that. Well, the, the Great Commission tells it, tells it all. Uh, it's not everyone is evangelist. Everyone is to take the word of God. He didn't, he said, go ye, told him, go ye therefore and make disciples. A disciple is a student or a follower. He said, "Make disciples of all nations." So that was the that was the telling you that the church was evangelized. But but what we do, we sit in between the four walls, play some music, dance, and have all kind of fun, and leave out. And it's like to me, it's like going fishing, and you're catching up. You have a full of fish. You no longer fish in the river or lake. You start fishing in the fucking because those who are already in the church have already supposed to be, who supposedly are Christian. Why are you not out seeking and saying, Jesus said, I come but to seek and save that which was lost. I come but for the lost sheep of the house of Israel. And when Jesus called Matthew to the ministry, if you remember, he went and he sat out with the tax collectors and the sinners. And the Pharisees and Sadducees told his disciples, your master, uh, you know, he entertained with tax collectors and sinners. But Jesus said, he who is well have no need of a physician, but those who are sick. What does mean? I desire mercy, not sacrifice, for I did not come to call the righteous, you know, but sinners to repentance. Now, the Pharisees and the scribes and things, they were self-proclaimed saved folk. And they, were, they, they wanted to be the ones to judge. But today, we have made church into a concert. It's not about saving lost souls. And then we got all these, and if, if anyone know how to do uh, hermeneutics, how to interpret the scripture, and things, and when you try the spirit by the spirit, and you know Jesus talked about, about, about Paul talked about the spirit. The spirit is the word of God. The spirit is 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 the third person of the Trinity. The third person of the Trinity is He who wrote the Bible. And 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 we have to be ever careful with when we go out. Too many people are going out lying on God. Lying on God and lying on Satan. 
Man was created, man is inherently evil by nature. And people just don't want to come. Because, yes, we do talk about one another. Yes, we do. We're very, we, we, they call us being judgmental because people don't want to change. And then they see so many people that call themselves Christian, like, like so many televangelists. But it's okay to kill black people. It's okay to do treat people some way. And that, 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 that has no Christian evidence at all the way they carry themselves. So many black and, 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 and white pastors don't carry themselves nowhere with the Bible. Once you read your Bible, you'll find out that if you read your Bible, you will find out that, that that's not a Christian being. And so when you can't walk and live by it, you can't expect others. Then when you get up and lie to people and rip them off for their money, you run them away from the church. Then when you tell them you could do something and it never happened, then if they don't have faith in God, you turn them away. The duty of the church is we are the church. One law, once we get away from uh, talking about denomination, we need to get rid of that foolishness. There's one Lord, one faith, and baptism, and we're all been baptized in one body. That's that's what we've been doing. Instead of worrying about what, what the Baptists and the Pentecostals and all these other people doing and talking, Paul got them straight with that in, in the book, what is the 13th chapter of Corinthians? Paul answered a letter. People running around talking about gifts. And Paul had to get them straight. If it to say the greatest gift is love, he said, "Don't you speak with tongues of men and angels and have not love? You become as a sound and similar twinkling bread. It's nothing. It bears nothing." So Paul was getting them straight because people were going around thinking they were more because they had gifts, and these other people were doing different other ways. So Paul, Paul had to get us straight. We need to get away from all this separatism. Because it ain't but one Lord, one faith, and one baptism. It's all about Jesus. It's all about Jesus and us worshiping Jesus. And worship him in spirit and in truth, meaning go directly by the word of God. I don't have a message to give you but what the, what thus says the Lord. And that's where my obedience come in. My obedience is to teach what he asked me to teach. And that comes from your Bible. You ain't going to add to it or take away from it. The church is failing. And simply, the people that teach it are not living by the word of God. You honor me with your mouth, but your heart is far away from me. And then all that tells me is that, <coughs> excuse me, that I could talk the talk, but I can't Walk the walk. I can't live what I've been taught. And and that's what's wrong. I, I talk, talked about the Muslim, everybody going out. And now, <clears throat> I feel we need to be like the Samaritan that woman at the well, the first evangelist in the Bible, with the Samaritan woman at the well. When Jesus told her all about herself and the husband she had wasn't hers and 
And by giving her living water, she ran out in the field and brought people and said, come, let me show you a man. She was, when she went out and evangelized, we need to be going out in the streets instead of talking about having a good time, beating on drums and dancing all around and everything. Jesus came to save us from the sin. You know, I say this all the time, Pastor. In your Bible, when you read uh, Matthew, Mark, and Luke, it talks about with them telling Mary that when she have this child, you're going to name him Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sin. That's your alpha. That's your beginning. And the end of Jesus' earthly life was his omega. And when he died on the cross, he died for the sins of the world. We supposed to, we out there wanting all these gifts and talking about prophesying and every, all this, all this stuff like this. And Jesus sent us out to save us from this sin. He died for our sin. He was born in the world our sin. And after he did all that, he said, now go teach him what I taught you. And I'll be with you even until the end. And he gave the apostles gift that none of us have today. He gave them to them. He gave the apostles different, different authority. He sent them. Because Jesus didn't write one book about himself. The apostles wrote the books. Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, James, Peter, Jude, Paul. All those wrote books. Jesus didn't write nothing about himself. And that's how I know he's a great man. Because, it, you know, he's a man, God man. I know he's great because he's not bragging on himself. Everybody else brags on him. So I love him. But we need to start saving the lost souls. And quit worrying about all the other stuff. We're supposed to be kingdom builders. We're supposed to be saving the lost and get rid of all that foolishness about what this denomination doing, this denomination not doing. What you doing? Are you going out evangelizing? Are we saving lost souls? It's not what other folk doing. It's what you doing. Are you trying to lead, lead a righteous life? Are you living by the word of God? That's the only way you're going to dig into the spirit realm when you live by the word of God. And that's why I say that, that that which is spirit is spirit, and that which is flesh is flesh. The spirit tells you how to live the life which is conducive to God. The flesh tells you do whatever you want to do. And it doesn't line up with God's word. God bless you. Amen. Thank you very much for that, Pastor. That's good. That's good. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Boy, I tell you, we got to get it right, y'all. Got to get it right. All right. We get ready to come across the top of the hour. Uh, 858-357-9137. Pick up the phone. Get involved in the conversation. We live streaming on www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash YA Radio. Big shout out uh, to all our pastors out there, ministers, uh, evangelists, all the fivefold ministry. God bless you. Uh, keep doing the work of the Lord. Those that are striving for it, uh, uh, trying to find your way. Listen, you know what I'm saying? The lights of the worlds are out there. They got their lights on. Uh, just uh, be on the lookout for them and stop looking for the alcohol, the women, the dope, the drugs, the money. And start looking and be searching out for Christ and you'll find it. How about that? Hang on. We're look. We, we sending out a help wanted. Got the help wanted sign. We're looking for those urban missionaries. YHD Radio. Yeah. <laughs> Man, it sound like some 
straight superhero music, don't it? Sound like somebody about to swoop down out the sky. But I hate the day. down out the sky, man. That'd be some good he news, came right? rocking up. That's what it sound like, though. About his father's face. He was an urban missionary. He an urban missionary. Urban missionary. He swooped down with some news that's good. He an urban missionary. Urban missionary. He learned the gospel and he bring it to the hood. He an urban missionary. Urban missionary. He swooped down with some news that's good. He an urban missionary. Urban missionary. He learned the gospel and he bring it to the hood. Once upon a time, I was posted on the block with a 40 on my hip and a pocket full of rocks. Out there acting bad, steady ducking, dodging cops. Seen a whole bunch of people, so I pulled over stops. There's some church folks, I would say to my surprise. Then this preacher came to me, asked what else I do with grind. I stood there for a minute and I took a little time. I told him I'm a rapper, so he asked me for some rhyme. When I finished rapping, he just stood there with a smirk. Then he asked me, could he take me to some rappers from his church? He took me to this dude, that looked just like me, with some Tim's on his feet and a fresh white tee. When that boy spit, I seen that fire in his eyes, and he told me for my sin was the reason Jesus died. I told him that was dope, and I asked him what's his name. He reached and shook my hand, and he told me it was plain. He an urban missionary, urban missionary. He swooped down with some news that's good. He an urban missionary, urban missionary. He learned the gospel, and he bring it to the hood. He an urban missionary, urban missionary. He swooped down with some news that's good. He urban missionary, urban missionary. He learned the gospel and he bring it to the hood. I know this dude that live off in the worst part of the city. Oh. Where bangers get bust and them boys live gritty. Right outside his crib, they be posted selling dope. But he moved there because he know the gospel brings hope. He take them in his crib, bring them right up off the street. Give them food for their belly and some books they can read. I'm glad he moved in because he's so into a need. If it were for dudes like him, I'd be still smoking weed. Oh. Out there on the block, trying oh. to come up on some G's. Probably oh. be up in my grave, like oh. fresh that he took us in his crib and let us meet his wife I was already saved, but that day changed my life He said and told us stories, how that drama got real How they shot up in his crib, white, almost got killed Man, I sat there listening to him with tears in my eyes Every word that he spoke lit a fire deep inside Have you ever take a trip to the west side of the shot? Oh, and look that boy up, man, his name Brian Dot He an urban missionary, urban missionary He swooped down with some news that's good He an urban missionary Urban missionary, he learned the gospel and he bring it to the hood. He urban missionary, urban missionary, he swooped down with some news that's good. He urban missionary, urban missionary, he learned the gospel and he bring it to the hood. He urban missionary, urban missionary, he swooped down with some news that's good. He urban missionary, urban missionary, he learned the gospel and he bring it to the hood. He urban missionary, urban missionary. He swooped down with some news that's good. He urban missionary. He urban missionary. He learned the gospel and he bring it to the hood. There's a dude on the corner that's out there smoking weed. They need to hear the truth because the truth will set him free. There's a baby in the building that don't got no food because a mama on the block trying to get it from them dudes. Ain't nothing wrong with you going overseas, but there's people on your same street need to be free. If you want to do a mission, you ain't got to look far because some people need to hear the truth. In your backyard, on the bus stop, girls at the beauty. 
we shop Dudes at the barbershop, the people at the car wash The dudes sitting next to you at the coffee shop We supposed to hit the hood until it looks like God's block Until we die, we suburban missionaries Until we underground and in the cemetery It's time to go to war, ain't no time to be scared They need the living water that's flowing out your belly We an urban missionary, urban missionary He swooped down with some news that's good He an urban missionary, urban missionary He learned the gospel and he bring it to the hood He an urban missionary, urban missionary He swooped down with some news that's good He an urban missionary, urban missionary He learned the gospel and he bring it to the hood Time for Breaking Chains on YAT Radio, where we will be discussing the importance of spiritual, mental, and physical health. Get involved in the conversation by calling in at 858-357-9137 or catch the live stream at www.blogtalkradio.com backslash YAT Radio. Thank you very much. God bless you. Welcome back to the show. Hour. What's going on? I'm Pastor Rod. We're hanging out with you on this Wednesday, breaking chains. Uh, get involved in the conversation. Uh, we we here. Uh, we we gonna come here. We gonna talk about it anyway, whether or not you want to talk with us. Uh, we just pray that something be said uh, that can uh, uh, touch your heart and, and, and make you uh, look to the hills from which come in all your help, because your help does come from the Lord. Uh, you just may not have gotten to that point to accept and receive it yet. Uh, so. Um, as we step into the second hour, I want to ask everybody, uh, um, just open the mic to them and if there's anything that uh, you'd like to bring uh, topics to the uh, table, uh, this is like that Wednesday. I uh, want to put big shouts out out there because uh, in a couple of weeks, I want to say in a couple of weeks, we want to be able to um, be bringing back the P31 Ladies Night. So Evangelist Laquina, we would love for you and uh, your sisters to get ready to come and uh, embark on that endeavor because uh, are you talking about these young ladies and everything because we hang out with the fellas and the young men on Thursday. So uh, we definitely want you ladies to come in on Wednesday night starting after the first of the month, uh, July 7th, actually. July the 7th uh, will be our first night uh, that we'll be bringing our P31 Ladies Night back. Uh, I'll be dedicating that night to all of our sisters out there, to all of our mothers, uh, uh, to the ladies, you know what I'm saying? Whatever role that you have, um, want you to come in and uh, have a conversation. Uh, and, and it's just an open-door conversation. I talk about things that are going on in your life that's going on with your sisters. And, and let's, let's help to train our young ladies as well and give them a platform as well to talk about things. So get ready. Mark that on your calendar. July the 7th, P31 Ladies Night will return. Amen. All right, Evangelist, um, with, with situations like this going on, when you said that uh, we need to definitely talk to our young people, um, with everything that's going on, our, listen, the television, the social media, the music, you know what I'm saying? They got so much coming at them at such a young age, and they're not, you know, they're, they're not mentally uh, capable of yeah. handling these things that are coming at them. Uh, because for number one, 
a lot of them, I'm not going to say all of them, a lot of them are, are not even spiritually connected because their parents may not even be spiritually connected. You know what I'm saying? They, the, a, a lot of them are, are, are still, you know what I'm saying, got grandmama's, you know, prayers still hanging over them. Thank God for that. Uh, uh, but, you know, with our young people spiraling out of control, and I hate to say it like that uh, because, you know, uh, you train up a child in the way you go when he's older, when I depart from it. So if, if 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 this is the way we're training up our children, what is it as a church that we need to be doing? Because I want to, we know what the issues are. So let's let's come up with a couple of solutions here. Let's talk about some solutions because that's the positive side of it. Uh, what is it as the church that needs to be our some of our first steps and in initiative on jumping out here and helping to curtail some of this violence and. And, and a lot of this nonsense that's going on. Talk about that, so. Um, I, well, by us being a church and, and a me, an active member and, and elder of my church, uh, um, I feel that with just the motherhood, the motherhood and the fatherhood goes a long way besides just our own household, our own children. Um, they, they have a, a saying back in the day, you know, it takes a village to raise a child, and it do. You know, if if the church could could take back up those home remedies of, of not just um, minding their business, if they see sister watermelon or, or brother watermelon child out there acting a fool or something like that, there you, our children know our church members and stuff like that. If we just take up just, um, I say. In the church, we got to start back caring more, caring, loving, taking the individual as if it was our own child, if it was our own self. I strongly believe in my personal things that I have been through uh, with, with my own children. If it wasn't for what God placed in my heart on the inside of me and, and the love that he has placed on the inside of me that I have for other people and other children, he wouldn't show as much mercy, and this is not for my own life or my own seeds, my own children. Um, we have to get back to caring and loving, not just because it's our own, but just as if it was your child, if it was your uncle, if it was your brother. We, we got to get back to that as if it was your own self, you know? So that that's we we don't have enough of that. It, well, if it ain't me, then uh uh-uh, uh, you know, I, I ain't got time to be doing all this shit. Mm-mm, this and that, blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. We got to get out of that. Me, my, I. No, we need each other. We need one another. And when we really get that concept, I really do need you, and you need me. Now that don't mean for me to the the push barbade all in your life or your business, but you know. <laughs> If you need me, call me. If I can help, I'm going to help honestly. Whether I'm tired or not tired. Whether I feel like saying something or I don't feel like saying something, I need to say something. Say it. (laughs) It's just simple stuff. Basic stuff. When God saved me, I realized in the church world, I wasn't brought up in church. My mother tried all kinds of stuff. I believe she was church hurt at the end of the day, <laughs> but 
as I look around, I, I realize when when God saved us and we could really see, we, we, we're, we're no longer blind as the body of Christ, blood-born believers. We, 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 we strive for the higher things in ministry or in organizations or in the word of God. We want to meet. We want to meet, but God had given me a long time ago. We haven't digested the basic stuff. And the basic stuff is getting out of yourself. Loving your neighbor as you love yourself. That's so basic. It's real basic, but it'll get on your yeah. nerves because it, it's you dying to you. You dying to how you feel this should be. Man, it, it's just basic stuff to me. But to everybody's eyes, it might not be basic. You see what I'm saying? So that's just what I said. We need to just get back to loving. That's all. For real. That's good right there. <laughs> just get back to loving. Simple as that. <laughs> <laughs> where where is the love? <laughs> wow. How about how about you on that one, uh, uh Pastor Kemp? Uh unmute your phone and, 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 and speak on that too, sir. Yes. I, I was listening and I was just thinking about a song that I used to like to hear. It say, You pray for me. I'll pray for I'll you. Pray. We're both a part of God's body. I need you. You need me. We're both a part of God's body. And, and when I when I hear that song, I think about it that we're all a part of God's body. And we, you know, the Bible says, "How can two walk together unless we agree?" And that agreement has to be dealing with the Word of God. We 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 as 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 the body and as a person of my own self, I I've been through a lot. I've been through really really a lot. If I would to really begin to tell my testimony and my story, which I'm gonna do it coming pretty soon, I'll do it. Um, just how far what God brought me through and what He saved me and how He saved my the many times He saved my life. And uh, to put me in the position that I'm in today and uh, different works that I do. But I, I look over life and I think about the goodness of God. And we have to reach out to our children. You know, uh, our children, they're going to say what we say. They're going to do what we do. I grew up in a home, and, and I believe what they say, train up a child the way it should go when his old won't depart. Well, I grew up in a Christian home, and um, the the thing with it, what it, what it was, I couldn't wait to, to get out that that house where I didn't have to wake up five o'clock in the morning, because there was six of us in the house, and we had to be to church for seven, and everybody trying to get to, to the restroom, and I, I couldn't wait to leave the house where I didn't have to wake up, because today kids will tell you they've been out partying, they. They don't want to go to church, and you don't. It was it was no such thing when I grew up as you you gonna lay in my parents' house and don't go to church on a Sunday morning. You just gonna sleep there. And you was gonna go find you somewhere to live. You did wasn't gonna go for it. You were gonna be in church, and you were gonna learn to pray. You were gonna learn different things. <laughs> as a little kid, my mother used to be on the side of us. Making us say our prayer. 
But I, I, I make people laugh when I say it, but as soon as I got from around mom, I, I was a little devil. I, I was cut up in the street, running gangs, doing everything. But as long as I was around my parents, everything was good. And then, then that, that, that was the flesh part coming out. And I, I had to go to Sunday school. When I went through all of that, and, and I understand, I know what kids are going through, but today the parents don't even make them go to the parents not really making the kids go to go to church the kids rule of parents the parents don't run the children and and the parents don't have a god to give to the people because they don't know the norm they don't go to bible study i hear people i love the lord and i heard they cry well i've been pastoring 27 years I've been to school for over 12 years. I've been really, really dedicating my life to the Lord, helping the needy, the homeless, and going around doing all kinds of things. And I, I, I've just paid attention to most people don't know the Bible. They, they, they're leaders and things, but just re- in reality, knowing what does say the Lord, they really don't. How can you teach if you've never been taught? It's like the blind leading the blind. You end up you in the ditch. So uh, when I when I, I listen, I pay close attention to the, what's being said and what's being done. And when I see it, I have to realize what's going on. And what's going on is the people don't know what they're doing. And we can't teach a person if we don't know ourselves what to do. And and from, from the beginning, I, my grandparents, we had to. It was a must that we went to church. It was a must that, that we learned who Jesus is about Jesus. It was a must that we had our Sunday school book. It was a must. But today, babies raising babies and no one's trying to to, to try to bring their children up like, like at the church I passed. It, it's not that many people bringing the children to church. The adults will come. I noticed that the adults will come and... and and a good many adults will come, but the kids come, but, but not many of them are bringing their kids like when I grew up. And I, I, I believe in it. And then the other people say they're hurting and things. The Bible asks us to bear one another burden. But we don't, we, 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 we figure somebody using us if we trying to help them. Uh, sometimes people try to get over on you when you're trying to help bear their burdens. And if I give you something, I should not be looking for something in return for everything that I give. Mm. And that that just a that just a means of a life per se. Everything I do, it shouldn't not be for a price. It should be by the goodness of God. That uh, Amen. That's, amen. That's good. Good. That's good. Um, all right, y'all. Um, I guess I guess one of the things that that, that I pay attention to mostly is um, what evangelists talk about the love and, and the lack thereof, and, and 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 we should be doing things strictly from our heart for the goodness of God, and and and, and we we really look for something in return. We we seeking the dollar. We always 
looking after looking for money and 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 just doing things that that are just not i don't know um why don't we why why aren't we talking about these things why aren't these things being discussed why aren't these things being brought to the forefront uh, uh like they should why 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 does it seem like you know when when we talk about these things like uh uh you know how how people just feel like you 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 you're trying to cause problems or whatever because they don't want to face it. Is it the conviction? Is it the conviction when these type of conversations come up? Uh, uh, what 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 is it? Why why don't we have these discussions? Is it is it because we don't want to step on toes or, or we don't want to upset anybody? What 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 is it, evangelist, that keeps us from having these direct conversations and and just being straightforward and blunt about what what thus says the Lord? Uh, because he said his word cut like a double-edged sword, so you, you got to expect it if he is already telling you how it's going to come. So so why aren't we having these discussions and, and doing better by having, uh, uh, telling people, you know what I'm saying, that, you know, the wages of sin is death, you know what I'm saying, and, 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 and letting them know, you know, what, what, what God say hell is all about. Why aren't we stepping up like that and having these discussions and 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 being direct, uh, is, it, is it fear? Is it is it what what is it? What's 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 keeping that down like that, Evangelist? The truth, the truth hurts. The Bible said the last day, man. Um, well, I'm just paraphrasing the Bible, the word job, but but man um, will turn away from sound doctrine. They have they'll go to the person who's going to pat them the head, and that person that's going to tell them the truth and really hurt their heart. That's the hour we sound doctrine don't make sense to this world no more. The truth don't make sense. If I tell you the truth, you be, you got to become someone's enemy. You you gonna be the rejected one because you telling them the truth. You telling them what the unadulterated word telling you. And and they they can comprehend it. They know we know right from wrong. Hebrews let us know that. God is embedded on the inside of us. We know this. As soon as we accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, that gives God an opportunity to show up enlightened. He, he always did since the moment we was born and shaped in this world. He said we was born shaped in iniquity. But the moment we was born and transitioned from heaven to this world, God, God is in us. Is now it's just for us, our natural, our natural um, insight on the in, our spirit man to be opened up. So that's when we confess, consider this prayer, all that stuff like that. And um, but when then when you get in your word, it opens the knowledge of you up to Him to be able to understand this or that like a baby. You see what I'm saying? So Hebrews already already lets us know. That, that the spirit of the God is on the inside of us, but when you're not saved, you're world people say, some told me this, some told me, no, that's God. That's God speaking to you the whole time. So, we know right from wrong to make the sum all that up. But today, world, if you tell our people the truth, they don't want to hear the truth. Ezekiel even talk about all this here, man. They don't want to hear the truth no more. They don't like sound doctrine no more. It hurts and it makes us see ourselves, and that's and really that's all God wants you to see is you. 
If you see you how messed up I am, that's going to keep me humble enough to stay before him. Because I know, I mean, I can't do this by myself. That That's a mystery there. But that's all God wants us to see. He wants us to, to know on a constant basis we are nothing but filthy rags at the end of the day. I use you. And you give me the glory. It is just, you know, it is very humbling, but people want to get the truth. And me, I know my truth. So as I look at myself on a day-to-day, day, but I don't look at myself or down myself, but I know in God, that's what makes me excited. That's what makes me the way I am, because in Him, all things are possible. But without Him, man, I'm messed up. And I know that without a reasonable shout over that. <laughs> it's just the insight of it. But it's the truth. It's all Amen. that making it sense. Amen. 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 That's good. That's good. That's real good. All right. Um, Pastor Kemp, what say you on that third? Um, what I have to say is when, when we look at God from a, the standpoint and the standpoint about God is be ye holy as I'm holy. First of all, I can never be holy as God. But Paul said, not that I've apprehended, but I pressed with the mark of the high calling. It's all too often that we we don't don't strive for that, that high calling. We don't strive to do the right thing. We're just so used to it. I, I've, I've seen um, in our so-called churches, churches uh, it's, it's, it's more of a, instead of a sound doctrine, it's more of a, of a concert. Mm. Yeah, it's more of a concert. We go and, boy, we play music, we dance, we do everything, and the people leave, leave out there empty-headed. But they really enjoy this, though, because it's similar to what you do in a nightclub or a concert. You go clap your hands, stump your feet, and then ask you what, ask them simple things or basics about the Bible basics, and no one knows, no one knows. because they're because not coming, they're to, not church coming to church for the word of God. The Bible says faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. I oftentimes tell my congregation, what I have to say is not worth it's a hill of beans, but only with the word of God. See, that's the problem when we telling people what we think or how we feel instead of telling them what does say the Lord. And what does say the Lord is what really means all to us, should mean all to us, all to us. I, um, I, I oftentimes, I, I, I do my, when I do my studying, I really go really in depth because I really want to live by the word, but I really, really striving for it. I'm not looking for um, people uh, to approve of me. I understand who I am is not predicated on what others say or think, but on, on what God thinks of me. And so, just, 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 just being fed the word of God is not me. Not me. And 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 I I I, I think all the time about. The parents are not we're just not raising the kids. They're not really raising the kids to be who they're supposed to be, and we allow it we to allow go. It. We, we 
We have church, and we swear that church is is, is hidden, but no one know the word. The people are not not spiritually mature because they don't know the word of God. Mm. And the only way you could be spiritually mature if you know the word of God. I I, I don't get it. I don't get it. People today do not know the word of God. They tell you we're supposed to have a million dollars and they're going to hear you and they're going to do this, they're going to do that. No one's getting here and only the person getting raised is the preacher. And over and over, if you want to get, and this is me, and this is this Reverend Kemp, if I had to give advice to a young person, I'd tell them trying to get in a Bible teaching church. If you want to be financially, go to school, get a secular education, but always put God first. But get that secular education, put God first. And see, Christian education and secular education equals success. But only true success can be only found when you have a, a true walk with God. That, 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 that's one of the things I wrote, that secular education and Christian education equals success. But true success can be only found when you have a true walk with God. If you're not walking with God, no matter how much money you have, it's, it's worth nothing. Hmm. You know, I, I, I preach uh, Father's Day from the 127th Psalm, and it says, Unless the Lord builds a house, they labor in vain who build it. And so if, Lord, if God is not the author of your life, if, God haven't, if your foundation is not based upon the Bible, the Lord Almighty, then everything is in vain. Unless the Lord guards the city, you are the city. The watchman still wake in vain. If God is not the protector of your life, you know, in the 23rd Psalm, he said, Yea, do I go through the valley of shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. He said, Thy rod and thy staff, they protect me. I know I have somebody that neither slumber nor sleep. That's watching over me 24-7, 365 days out of the year. He needs a slumber, no sleep. And I have to have faith in this. And, you know, it talks about it. God has to be, you know, the wisest man who ever lived wrote that 127 psalm. That's Solomon. And he wrote it, unless the Lord builds a house that labor in vain who build it, that house is you. And if you're going to be, your life is nothing but vain. If it's not built and predicated upon the word of God, God bless you. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Thank you, Pastor. Thank you, Evangelist. Uh, we're going to take our last break. Come back. We're going to come back with our final comments. Our Black History Honor read for tonight. And uh, our health tip. And we're going to get out of here. All right. Big shout out to everybody. Thanks for turning us on. Breaking Chains on this Wednesday. Uh, just, you know, no matter what's going on in your life, whether it be good, bad, big or small, you know what I'm saying? Just thank God. Just thank God. Just give, just give him all the honor, glory, and praise. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. 
So 
It's breaking chains with young adult talk on YAT Radio. You know, sometimes, uh, all the time, actually, but you just got to pause and just say thank you, Lord. Just just tell him thank you. You just got to tell him thank you for all that he's brought you through, all that he's given you. Just tell him thank you. You know what I'm saying? The good, the bad, the ugly, pretty, small, whatever. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you. All right. Um, you give me my final comments then. Uh, listen, don't forget uh, this Sunday, Raising the Sound, 5 p.m. Central Standard Time, our special guest <laughs> will be out. Uh, 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 Pastor Dr. LaVert Kemp will be on this Sunday with me and Raising the Sound. Uh, uh, and uh, I told you that, you know, we, we, we do this show every Sunday. We bring in music. Uh, we bring in executives, pastors, uh, writers, you know, spoken word, whatever, and just, you know, get their testimony and uh, something that they say will touch your life out there and uh, let you know that you can uh, uh, be what God called you to be. Uh, so so let's tune in this Sunday, 5 p.m. Central Standard Time. Uh, Pastor Dr. LaVert Kemp will be on Raising the Sound. Um, evangelist, uh, can you give us your final comments? But I want you to Hang on, because I'd like for you to pray us out tonight, please. But can you give us your final comments? Yes, sir. Um, my final comment is um, just the man in the mirror. Um, about three, not three weeks, about two weeks ago, I, um, I was telling my oldest son that um, God just had me telling him this here. I said, boy, you need to get back to to listening to the, the music I brought you up on. And I said, get back to listening to the Michael Jackson and this and that. <laughs> and um, God had me listening to um, the man in the mirror. Mm. And um, the change got to start with us. And we all individual. Uh, we all different. We, we all have a different way of seeing things, a different way of thinking about things. A different way of doing things. We all just different. God created us all in, in His image, but we're different. We all have a He dealt us all a measure of faith. We just different. But always know this here: that the change will start with you. Look around you and see what's going on that you know ain't pleasing to your community, to yourself, to to whatever. It starts with you. It starts with you being different. It starts with you. That's how you make a change. Mm. Amen. Amen. God bless you, evangelist. God bless you. Uh, Pastor Kemp, uh, can you come on with your final comments, please? My final comments for tonight is charity starts at home. The word of God starts at home. Jesus said, take the word to Jerusalem, that means at home. Samaria, that means to your neighbor and to the uttermost parts of the world. Before we go out to start teaching other folks the word of God, we need to start it at home. And before we start it at home, I'm just going to say, just what Pastor just said. She just said, the man in the mirror. Mm. Before you could do anything, you have to get the man in the mirror together. You know, 
That, that's like you trying to tell somebody what to do, and you can't walk the walk yourself. Mm. So it, it's incumbent upon us that we learn to walk that walk. We we live by the word of the Lord. The Bible says, "By by 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 the just shall live by faith." The just, the righteous, shall live by faith, and that's my thing that I want. I want all of us to 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 to, to impregnate ourselves with faith and love and hope. Faith, love, and hope. These are your greatest gifts. So impregnate yourself with that. Bring forth other folk with faith, love, and hope. Love one another as God has loved us. Treat everybody right. I know that that's hard for the doing this, this society where so much racism and bigotry, but we have to be above it, and we have to stop that hatred, because God don't abound where, where wherever hatred is. God does not abound. God does not abound anywhere around evil. So if evil is in a place, God is not in that place. I thank you. God bless you. Much love. Have a great night. God bless you, Pastor. Thank you very much, sir. Thank you. Um, powerful. <laughs> where there's evil, God's not there. So uh, be very careful of where you uh, find yourself at, brothers and sisters. Um, let's give you your Black History honoree for tonight. Uh, being Black Music Month, we have Mr. Malvin Gray Johnson. Mr. Malvin Gray Johnson. At the age of 16, Johnson moved to New York City and enrolled in the National Academy of Design. He completed his studies there after serving in France during World War I. Johnson emerged as an accomplished artist during the height of the Harlem Renaissance. In 1931, his best-known painting, Swing Low, Sweet Chariot, won a $250 prize in an exhibition at the Harmon Foundation a New York organization that helped gain recognition for African-American artists. Unfortunately, just as he was preparing for an exhibition as a res- at a respected New York gallery, he died unexpectedly at the age of 38. Many of his works were lost or misplaced. Only about 60 are known to exist today. Johnson's art captured the lives of everyday black Americans and inspired future African-American artists to explore new and challenging forms of expression. Our Black Music Month and Entertainment um, on the read tonight, Mr. Malvin Gray Johnson. Thank you very much, Mr. Johnson, for your contribution. Rest on, brother. All right, here's your health tip for the evening. Don't forget to uh, make sure that you are hydrated. Drink at least uh, 65 ounces of water a day. Uh, get you five, sixteen ounce bottles of water, just drink them down, and uh, you should hydrate with that in your system. Uh, make sure that you eat the right foods, uh, eat plenty of vegetables, and eat your fruits. Uh, cut back on the sweets and the sugar intake. Uh, uh, cut back on the fried foods, and at least one day out of the week, give me at least one day. Become a vegetarian. Do not eat any meat for at least one day out of the week. All right, make sure that you pick up a book and study, learn some new things about yourself, go online and read about you, find out who you are and whose you are, uh, so you can stimulate your brain, uh, so you can stay active, 
take care of your physical self, but most importantly, I said it in the of God to show yourself approved before God. And work restrain, rightly dividing the word of truth, correct? Uh, so let's make sure that we stay focused on the word of God, pray without ceasing, and, and stay before the Lord in meditation and in prayer and studying our word because we need you healthy physically, mentally, and spiritually. Amen. We really enjoyed having you here tonight. Don't forget to join us tomorrow night, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. Uh, that will be the Mighty Men of Valor will be here uh, hanging out at the round table, having a discussion. Don't forget, Saturday is the Break and Change Prayer Vigil at 10.15, and we'll be back here Sunday, raising the sound with Dr. Robert Kemp. All right? Cool. Thank you very much. Uh, Evangelist, can you go ahead and pray us out, please? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh, Heavenly Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus, as we leave off of this airwave, but never from your presence, God. Lord, we ask that you be with each and every last one of us, God. Lord, we ask that you just be in our homes, God, be in our children's homes, even every listener, God, every listener that took something, that ate something off the table that was good for them, God. Lord, let it be nourishment to them, God. Let them meditate on it, God. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, God. Lord, just watch over all of us on this night, God. Lead and guide us, Lord. Be a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our way, God. Lord, give us more wisdom, knowledge, and understanding of you, Lord, of your ways, God, of your will and your word, God. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, God. Lord, we pray for every pastor, for every apostle, for every prophet, for every evangelist, for every teacher, for, for the fivefold ministry, God, that we'll hear what you are saying, God, for each and every last one of our lives, God. And, Lord, we lift up the bereaved, Lord, all around the world, God. Lord, you encourage their hearts. You send labors in their pathway, God. In the mighty name of Jesus, we ask that you even strengthen your people, God. In the name Please. of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you, Evangelist. We thank everybody. We'll see you tomorrow night, 7 p.m. Evangelist brought it up. Pastor confirmed it. Here it is, y'all. Starts at home. Man in the mirror. God bless you. Lord, make a change for once in my life. It's going to feel real good. Gonna make a difference, gonna make it right. As I turn up the collarbone, my favorite winter coat, the wind is blowing my mind. I see the kids in the street, but not enough to eat. Who am I to be blind, pretending not to see them?
on YAT Radio, where we discuss the importance of spiritual, mental, and physical health. You can always get involved in the conversation by calling in at 858-357-9137 or catch the live stream at www.blogtalkradio.com backslash YAT Radio. That's Breaking Chains, where we leave a mark that can't be erased by breaking the chains of silence. Thanks for turning us on this evening. Just know we are here to assist you in recovering your light from back from the darkness. Speak the truth with Young Adults Talk Live, a ministry for the people of God. So let's join together and recover what's ours. God bless you from the Young Adults Talk family.